0: What is going on, guys? This is Dean Jensen, and it is time for another Friday Night Live. All right, let's get things rocking and rolling. For you guys who are joining me on uh, my podcast, this is a weekly Friday Night Live video that I do on my YouTube channel called Fluke Master. Um, I could do is go search on YouTube for uh, for basically how to fish, or you can find me through Footmaster. Oh, sorry, got that. I was trying on new hats, uh, did not do that on purpose, but anyway, we're gonna wait for people to jump on the live deal before we get things rocking and rolling. But uh, I'd like to welcome everybody here. Let me get over to my comments section so I can see everybody. What's going on, guys? What is up? Hey, Marvin, how's it going? Woo, I just ate really fast, so I'm going to have a hard time talking just for a few minutes while things get settled. Um, hey, Landon, here you go. How you doing, man? <laughs> FRG says it's like waiting for a rock show to start. <laughs> you ain't right. Oh man, Gene's says, sing to, uh, sing for us. He has a good singing voice. Uh, yeah, it is Christmas time, but I'm not going to sing. Especially right now. I mean, literally, I downed uh, a meal in about three minutes because I was running late. just trying to get everything right going, getting ready to go with this one. But uh, welcome, everybody. It's awesome to have you. Uh, like I was saying a little bit earlier before everybody jumped on, uh, you can also find this on my podcast anywhere where podcasts are. It's called Fluke Master Fishing. Uh, that's the beginning of I think I've got three episodes now. But uh, if you guys are, are uh, ever traveling or doing anything, you know, listen to podcasts while you're driving like I do, jump on Fluke Master Fishing and, uh, and yeah, man, and listen up. We're gonna be doing a whole lot of more, a lot more podcasts later on uh, next year, early next year that uh, are not the live event. So it should be pretty cool. So um, let's see. I'm let everybody else jump on. Let's say hi to a few people. Justin, what's going on? He says shotgun of beer. I don't drink. Actually, I've never drank in my life, so it's kind of how things work. I drink water, a whole lot of water. Hey, Ron, 24 says I love tackle junkie channel. He is so smart. I sub to him because of you. You should send him an invoice. <laughs> oh, Jimmy is a good guy, man. I've known him for a long time. Yeah, he's he's, he's smart and he's. What I love about him is he's meticulous. I'm not, you should see my floor right now. I'm not even going to show you. It's horrible. I've been trying to get camera stuff organized and stuff like that. I kind of took a couple of weeks off, uh, went hunting with my kids, spent a little bit of time with them. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how, uh, why things are, are going so slow right now. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about this new year. What's up, Ivan? How's it going? Jackson Gonzalez, M Jones. Um, but yeah, guys, it's a, it's pretty it's pretty exciting what's going on. I've got this real new this new thing that I'm doing for my, my live avail, deals. It's called StreamYard is the website I'm using. And I'm able to do all these nice little cool graphics and stuff like that that are around here. But tonight's just gonna be some QA. I'm gonna show you guys some things that I've got, uh, mainly a lot of stuff that are on the Fluke Master website. We'll get to that in just a little bit. I got some new products kind of hanging around my office that I just got in the mail that I got to get to to using and testing and, and playing around with um but uh levi Fernell says love your channel i personally uh blame you and chad hoover for my new kayak fishing obsession <laughs> yeah you can blame me and chad for just about anything when it comes to that kind of stuff but uh but yeah let me uh let me see what do i want to get started with fluke master website so um i got these cool little banners i'm still trying to learn how to use everything but I got a lot of really cool things on uh, that I just picked up or just got in the mail. Uh, of course, the water bottles, I showed you guys that two weeks ago. But the Fluke Master hats, I kind of like this one with the whoops, with the patch on the side right here. Only problem is, is that it needs to be in the center. So once we sell out of these, we'll move them over to the center for those of us who are a little bit older and like our things, uh, uh, as we said, in the military dress, right, dress. So um, another one is my Fluke I love these. These are all... Um, uh, Richardson hats, but I just wanted to show you guys those. Give myself a little shameless plug, and of course, we've finally got stickers in. So if you guys are looking for Flute Master stickers, they're on the website. So got that over with. Um, Kendall Arnold, what's going on, man? Haven't seen you in a while. What's uh, software are you using for the live stream? It's called Streamyard, dude. It's a website. Check it out, man. It's so easy to use. It was is designed by this young guy that just he nailed it. I mean, this is the easiest. Format to use once you play around with it. If you have any questions, man, get get in touch with me. I'll help you out. So, um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Ed. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm just trying to burn through. You guys know I do this at the beginning of all my podcasts or all of uh, all of my uh, my live events. But Yak Attack is finally okay. I let me let me explain something to you. I've been Really picking on John over at Yak Attack for over about a year because they have promised to have uh, new camera mounts for kayaks. And they kept promising, kept promising. And I know that it, it uh, research, development, getting things right is really important to them. And I understood that, but I was just giving them a hard time. Well, they finally came out with camera mounts. Uh, the one that's on their website right now is this one right here. It's the articulating mount. Mounts directly to a rail. It's just a small one with two little ball joints. So that's the that's what they have on their website now. Well, what's coming out early next year, and I had a few questions about this when I when I threw some uh, pictures of it up this last week, is the Panfish Pro. Okay, so this is the Panfish Pro. And What I wanted to do with the questions that I got it was it was about length. Okay, so here's the old Panfish Pro. The differences between this one and this one is this old one is made out of plastic PVC, black PVC, and this is aluminum. And, a, and I'll talk about reasons why here in just a second. But they both articulate halfway down the shaft. Okay. The new one, they're exactly the same length and everything's the same except for one's aluminum, one's not. Actually, no. They're a little, This one's a little, the new one's a little bit taller. It's about four inches taller. I don't know if you guys can see that. But the new one's about four inches taller, so that's pretty nice. All right, I'm trying to burn through these really quick, guys. So bear with me, don't run away, and I'll uh, I'll get to uh, the old. This is the boomstick, okay? The the once again, the new one's aluminum, the old one is is plastic, and the difference in the length between these two is about nine or eight nine or ten inches. So this is the new one, this is the old one, and this is awesome. I'm excited about the boomstick because it gives you that way over the shoulder. Look, it's like way, way, way back here and up higher. So it didn't get the back of your head so much. So I'm pretty excited about that. And the reason I'm excited, I'm happy about them making it out of aluminum is back when I was in the Hobie p 14, I had one, uh, one of the old ones behind me. And I can't remember if I was fishing in Texas or Florida, but it got so hot. That pole got so hot that even with the weight of a GoPro on the back, It flexed. It melted, basically. It got so hot, it flexed until that camera was in the water, and I screwed up and uh, got the camera wet, had to replace the camera and everything else. So the aluminum ones are great. They don't wobble as much, so on and so forth. Those will be out early next year. Okay, we got all that done. Um, Somebody said they like the red, white, and blue hat. I do, too. I really like these. So And like I said, on my website, that's not junk. I'm not... I'm not selling, uh, cheap products. It's all going to be the best. So, uh, yeah, guys, get you some for Christmas, help support me and, uh, and, uh, and all that other crap. Okay. Whew. I got all that done with, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, finally got good camera mounts from, uh, from Yak Attack. I can go, I can get, I can put the old ones up and, uh, let my kids use them or something like that. So, Did I like my Hobie? I love the Hobie. It was just super heavy. It was a boat. Um, I was uh, the last when I decided I was done with it is I was offloading it off my trailer as I was moving here from from Augusta to here. And it slid off of the off the trailer and it landed on my chest and put me on the ground. And so that's when I decided that it was a little too much for me. So uh, Alex Peterson have not been paying attention to UGA recruiting. Uh, all right, so let's get to some Q&As real quick, and we'll answer a few more questions along the way, or I'll have a, a couple more things along the way. Um, let's see. So Carolina Bassin says, I have a video question. How do you get the Codec VP9? My videos don't have pixelation until I o- upload them thanks in advance I don't know honestly um, I for me I always um, when I'm when I'm rendering it on my uh, on on my app or on my uh, my editing software I I, uh, I render it hold on a second I'm gonna open it up real quick so I'm not telling you that okay I render it in Final Cut Pro or I, I edit in Final Cut Pro and I render it in uh, 1080p at 24 frames a second. And then when it comes up, I make sure that I upload or I just upload it to YouTube and it automatically goes to that. So I'm not sure about Codec VP9, man. I am totally retarded when it comes to this. Or, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I'm dumb when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I apologize. I did not mean to say that. I know somebody said that a long time ago and got in a lot of trouble on my channel. So uh, let's see. see do, do, do. Megan Cooper says, I've been dying to stock my pond up in Texas. The bass are, uh, are catch are less than three pounds. And most of bluegill are huge. Uh, is it possible that they stunted because of forage or possible structure? Yes. Um, what has happened is that, and I've seen this in a lot of different lakes. Um, you get, you got, you got big bluegill that the bass can't eat. You've got no little bluegill because there's no place for them to hide. And you've got 14-inch to 16-inch bass, a ton of them. And you might have a three or four giant bass that are eating those 14-inch bass and those bluegill. So what you need to do is you need to do a, trip. typically what my buddy Bob Lust tells me is we need to do a survey. Catch 100 fish, weigh and measure each of them and figure out. What group you need to get rid of? Typically, it's the 14 inch and smaller. Catch every one that you possibly can all year long, and keep every single one of them um, because it's not gonna. It's gonna barely put a dent in it. But you really need to literally go fishing with friends and just get rid of all the 14 inch and younger bass for a little bit, and then also put cover in it for. Uh, your bluegill to grow up. I mean, a bluegill this big that gets eaten this big ain't a very big meal for bass. You want to put things out there that the blue, bluegill can hide in. And one of the best things I've ever seen is buy about 50 to 100, depending on the size of your lake, uh, plastic milk crates and sink them upside down in about four to five feet of water and put a rock on top of them. And it gives a place for those bluegill to hide and those bigger bass can't get in there and eat them. But put them real close together in one spot. So, uh, Thomas Hilker, am I losing weight? I am very slowly. Um, I had to get off my diet last week because I was on an island off the coast of Georgia and, uh, and I didn't and somebody else brought the food. So I had to be real careful how much I ate, but I did get off my diet. Um, let's see. <laughs> Sean Leith, I appreciate it, man. He says about two of my hoodies, uh, do yourself a favor. And buy one. How many rods do you take with you when you're fishing kayak tournaments? Um, On the deck, I typically have six rods. Um, I might have one or two inside the boat that I can get out of the boat and pull out and and replace and so on and so forth. But I almost always have six rods on the boat. Three on my black pack, two behind me, faced away from me, and uh, one that I'm fishing with. So, oh, best i just i see i touch it and it just all of them disappear i know you guys are are asking questions really quick best battery for a hummingbird helix 7 uh first fish finder i've ever owned um just get one of those little 12 volt batteries is all you really need the small little 12 volt if you want to get a lithium one you can get a lithium one they're they're, they're pricey in fact i've got a little thing that i've started using recently right here is a uh bold north outdoors uh box once you guys to look at this it's like a power box um i've got one one of them is an, a dual sd or uh, um usb plug the other one was a 12 volt plug but i took it and put a another dual on there just so i would have be able to charge a whole bunch of stuff on my on my uh, usb plugs but i plug a fish finder into here and one into here and then turn all the power on and everything else and it uh it, uh, keeps it going for a long time. I got a 10 amp hour battery in there. It's a lithium battery. Actually, I got a 15 in that one. It's a lithium battery. So it should be too, it shouldn't be too bad. So, um, let me rearrange my camera real quick. I need to drop it down. I can't see my screen. All right. Um, let's see. Can you recommend a depth finder for a kayak? To be honest with you, the best one that I know of that's affordable is look at the Dragonfly line from Raymarine. Um, I love the down imaging on those things. You can really pick apart the bottom. Uh, I spent the last three days doing research and outlining a uh, several basic uh, fish finder videos that I want to do here in the next few weeks. I didn't realize I didn't know that much. Uh, there's a lot that I've had. I've, I have had to learn and, and still have to learn with fish finders. But uh, I'm going to start from the beginning and really, really go through them um, quite a bit for you guys. But that's what I would recommend. I, I've loved those dragonflies since they first came out. I've got an old, old video of the very first one that I got, and they've been good ever since. Um, do I use a TRD crawl ever? What's your opinion on the TRD crawl? I do. I use them uh, when I'm fishing for uh, smallmouth on the rivers, on the rivers up in Tennessee. I use them when I'm fishing for shoal bass. Uh, down in middle Georgia on the on in the shoal rivers, uh, mainly just small streams and small rivers. I've never caught anything on them in big lakes, but I don't fish them very much on big lakes anyway. So. All right. Nick, uh, I have a bona fide kayak question. Pro and con on the SS-107 and the SS-127 uh, what sells you on one versus the other. Um, the, the cockpits are exactly the same. So there's, there's no difference between the two when you're on the 107, if you don't look forward and and notice that you're missing a a foot, uh, you feel like you're in the 127. It's, it's less stable because it's got a more rock built into it. So it will go into current better. So if you're in current fishing rivers, fish the 107, don't fish the 127. I mean, you can, but it's really hard to maneuver through technical rapids. Uh, the 107 is a lot easier. You can really stroke and turn that thing fast. Uh, the 127 has more storage room, and that's why I use it all the time is because I've got room for my fishing gear and my camera gear and everything else. Um, the the cons of, or the, the differences between the two are just that, stability and length. And, uh, and so you'll be able to go to get moving a little bit faster on the 107 because it is smaller, but it's about an inch wider. Um, but yeah, dude, they're, they're both good boats. You just, the, what I always recommend is if you're going to fish current rivers, stay in the 107. And, uh, if you're going to fish lakes, most of the time, fish one, fish the 127 and you'll be just fine. Uh, let's see. (laughs) What do you think about a Lojo kayak? Is it worth the money? I have no clue. I haven't even looked at that. Sorry uh that's a good question tn bassin what's up brother how you doing um he says hey gene are you going to fishing the bas or hobie events in 2020 yes um i'm definitely fishing lake fork uh for the bas event bass event i'm thinking about fishing logan martin because that's one of my favorite lakes in alabama um and I haven't decided on the Chickamauga tournament yet. Chickamauga has been kicking my butt this for the past year and a half. So uh, it all depends. But yeah, definitely going to try those two. And we'll see what happens. Other than that, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, do you have a recommendation for, the rod holder, for a rod holder for a crappy kayak without rails? Uh, let's see. One of the things you can do, and I was gonna bring one in here for another demo, but I didn't, I forgot to. Um, the actex sell these, sells these little rails. They're aluminum, they're really wide, and you got a lot of screw holes in them. You can pick up one that's about nine, eight inches, I think. Screw that wherever you want to in your boat, wherever you wanna put that, that um, rod holder, and then get one of their lock and load rod holders. I'll show you what the lock and load system is real quick. All right, so this is the bottom of their uh, of uh, their camera mount. So the lock and load system is basically just this part that's down here, and this piece right here screws into that rail, and it tightens down. And then whatever you want to put, I to make sure my fan wasn't on. Whew. Uh, whatever you want to uh, to put in that lock and load system, literally, it's just drop it in, flip that switch, and it's locked in there, really good. If you want to rotate it, you just push this lever in and it rotates. Okay. So that's the lock and load system. So get you one of those rails, put one on there. One of the, what I was going to demonstrate is, is a camera mount uh, that I use for my boat with one of these, but I'll do that on another day. Cause I totally forgot to get that, right. Ra- that mount. Have I ever fished Mitchell Lake? I have not. Kendall Honor says I'm fishing a lake that is, has bluegill, crappy bass, uh, and baby bass for forage. I'm looking around my camera, guys. If you're wondering what I'm doing, uh, I assume they head deep and school up during the winter, uh, and the bass follow. That sound does that sound right? I haven't fished in two months. I feel like I haven't fished in two months either. Um, yes, that's exactly right. They they tend to get in really tight schools uh, out into. I would look in deeper pockets to start with. Pull into a pocket if you've got a fish finder. Look for bait fish. Uh, if it has bait fish, start fishing the ditch in the middle or anything, any like stumps or anything that are around it. If you're in Texas or anywhere that's still got grass, fish the outside edge of that grass, but uh, they'll be there. So thanks, Tony. Thanks for the, the holiday wishes or the Christmas wishes. Thanks, Frankie. Um, you should take TJ for tournament fishing with you sometime, sometime. <laughs> I don't think TJ can really, <laughs> I like to see TJ kayak fish. Oh man, no, I don't have anything wrong against TJ. He's a good dude, but yeah, <laughs> he'd go crazy. Sorry, Gene, but LSU stomped them dogs. Yes, they did. I was I was totally expecting it, so it wasn't a, wasn't a surprise. So um, I'm planning on fishing. I'm planning on fishing some KVF trail tournaments and want to pre fish a few days. How do you recharge things like the fish finder battery or trolling motor battery if you're camping? I always camp at a um, a campsite that has an RV campsite is basically what I usually camp at or state parks that have power at their campsites. Um, that's how I try and I bring an extension cord and a power strip and I plug everything in, um, these little boxes right here. The reason I love them so much is that, um, they last for days. I took this on, on Sapelo Island this last week, there were five, one, two, three. Yeah. There were four of us fishing. We charged our phones multiple times during the day, in the morning, in the afternoon, and then in the evening, or in the afternoon, afternoon and evening mostly. But all four of us charged it for five days. Um, charged our phones, and it only only burned that battery down uh, one quarter of of a of, uh, charge. So, and that's a 15 amp hour lithium battery. I'll show you the battery real quick. Let me pull it out but yeah dude this is what i love these things because i don't have to worry about it plus this thing stays on my boat and uh the battery stuck down in there because it fits perfectly but it's an amped outdoors battery um i bought it with the box i bought this box this is not a a a sponsorship thing or anything else but I, i love them absolutely love them they're good they're good for emergency deals when i'm i need to charge something really quick i always have one with me so it's just pretty cool. Uh, where did I get my can't fish stupid sign? Oh, can't fix stupid sign. That one up there. It is a, I bought it at um, Hobby Lobby is where I bought it. Hey, Fluky coming to Knoxville in January. Probably. That's a really good show. It's the East Tennessee sports show. I love it. So what's my opinion on the deep? deeper pro x i haven't even paid any attention to deeper in a number of years uh megan i'm sorry uh let's see brian fishing adventures says hey fluke big fan from ohio thanks man uh the huge stripers from the dock was uh that at lake at, at wildwood on clark's hill yes it was at wildwood um you won't see that anymore. I don't think that was a, as kind of one of those special things where this one specific school of striper had learned to follow the tournament, the bass boat tournament anglers into the boat ramp. And they would hide underneath the boat dock and wait for people to release their fish after a tournament. And then they would eat the bass. So, this one specific school of about eight stripers had figured that out. And my buddy figured it out that that's what they were doing. And so he legally in Georgia, you can catch a legal size bass and use it as bait if you need to. And that's what he did, man. That was an awesome video. And we caught it. He caught a 40 pounder and a 30 pounder uh, one after the other using bass as bait. That was pretty crazy. Uh, Does everyone use trolling motors now on kayaks? It seems like it, doesn't it, Sean? I no. Um, I, the guys that are serious about tournament fishing and want to compete with uh, with the Hobies that can go five, six miles an hour with the pedal drive. Uh, those like me that are fat and lazy and, and aren't in shape anymore. I used to run marathons, but uh, <laughs> the uh, we put electric motors on our boat. I've got a, my Torquedo is awesome. The new Torquedo coming out early next year. I hope I get it in time for the, the KBF National Championship. Um, it, it's They're just great. Uh, and it just makes it a whole lot more fun, and it's still cheaper than a bass boat. So, uh, Kathy says I'm saving for an amped battery for my trolling motor. Cool. Yeah, I really love them, man. Those are awesome. Uh, hey, Gene, how do you feel about lose reels? um i haven't really paid much attention to them like i'm sponsored by 13 fishing i've gotten been with them for four and a half years and so i really haven't paid attention to any of the other uh rods and reels um i haven't heard anything really terribly bad about them um so i mean that's i I, you know if, if i ever lose my sponsorship with 13 i will probably go to lose that's for sure so Uh Gene, Sch- are you coming back up here next year? Carrie Cates. Um, I don't know. I haven't really, I'm probably gonna stay close to home and not do as much traveling as I did this last year. I really need to spend more time with my family during the fishing season. I gotta spend more time fishing with my kids. Um, so we'll just see. We'll see if I can just limit some of the trips I've got. Uh <analysis> <laughs> That's a good answer, Kathy, about, about motors. That's pretty cool. Um, do you ever fish Norris Lake? I have not. Stefan, what's going on? <laughs> so this is uh, my brother from another mother. This is Stefan Wal- Walden. He's a, a wounded warrior from, uh, from the other side of the state for me one of the a great dude man absolutely a great dude he's always a good supporter he he's he just bought a whole bunch of stuff off my website you knucklehead um let's see kss keeps talking about clark's hill so clark's hill is a lake i fished for 15 years it's pretty good it's a um it's a deep blueback herring lake and yeah dt6 dt10 will work really good this time of the year um great question i love this question so do you prefer fishing in your boat or your kayak scott if i've got to find fish and i've got to find fish fast i love fishing out of my boat absolutely if i've got to cover water and get to the point where i'm taking a big lake and narrowing it down to a small little area where i can go catch fish absolutely great i prefer catching bass out of a kayak it's more fun than anything and so When I'm on fish or when I'm fishing a small lake or if I'm fishing, like we always say, backwaters you can't get a boat to. But if I'm in an area that's got a lot of fish, I really love fishing out of a kayak because I know for a fact I can catch more fish out of a kayak than I can out of a boat. Uh, Any tips for fishing Clark's Hill? This time of year, I don't really do good until the water temperature gets into the high 40s on Clark Hill in the winter time. to be honest with you. I've got some ditches and some creek channels that I love to fish. I actually love fishing Keg Creek, uh, the channel in Keg Creek from about, uh, I usually start at about nine feet deep, and I work my way out to 30 feet deep, and I'll find them somewhere along the creek channel in, those de- in that depth. And once you find them, you just start hammering them with like an underspin or something like that. So... Follow up bona question. Would you be comfortable fishing a big lake in the SS 107? Yes. Yeah, it's it's that stable. You just make sure you got all your safety gear, your flag and everything else. But yeah, 107 would be just fine in a big lake. Uh, Any shore fishing tips for Clarks Hill? I don't know, dude, that's a big lake. And I'm not I'm not comfortable with fishing those that big of a lake from shore. And I wouldn't know where to start to tell you to go. Too much private land along that lake. So never fish you too. Uh redneck Dylan says you should do a shore fishing Clarksville Lake video. No. <laughs> uh, hey, Gene, your nickname is fluke master, but I've never seen you do a video with a fluke. Why do you pick that name into your favorite bait? Uh, FRG. I have about eight videos that are about a fluke. So get on my channel and do that little search deal and you'll see. I've just done so many of them. I don't, um, I, I don't, see the need to do another instructional video for a while about, about a fluke. Um, I pick one up all the time. Uh, when I'm, when I'm in shallow fish, they're schooling or in the grass and I need to get them to react to something. I'll grab a fluke and I'll jerk it around. I just don't put it on video that much. Uh, you just kind of have to see me fish it all, you know, all of a sudden, but there's always one in my boat and there's always one somewhere close and it only takes me about three minutes to tie one on. So, Never fished the Rio Grande. What do you think the bass are doing in the Okmogi right now? I don't know, man. I don't know where they've dealt. I would guess they'd probably be in deep holes, but I don't know. Uh, Michael says, just watch a video on my, on when I caught the PB out of a, out of a uh, that Hobie, 10 pounds, 12 ounces. Uh, he says, congrats on the monster. Still your personal best. Yes, it is. Um, Morris Benfield, going to add a trolling motor to my kayak because side imaging isn't sharp until about three to four uh, miles per hour. Paddling that fast at my age would make me, make me fish bait. (laughs) Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, my guess is you probably have a Lorance or a hummingbird where you do get optimum, um uh imaging at 3 to 4 miles an hour what you ought to do is is not only do that get get to where you're going 3 4 miles an hour scanning a lot of water but learn how to read it when you're going super slow or even standing still i was fishing my home lake um this june and i was set up on the edge of a uh, a shallow roadbed and i you know was anchored down and i would look watch my side imaging and when a fish would swim through that side imaging along that road bed, I would see it and I would know whether it was a bass or not. So even if I'm sitting still that the signal coming out of a side imaging is so skinny that if a bass swims in front of it, you can tell where the fish are. And I would literally just turn and cast directly down that line and get bit. So, uh, it's great to be able to scan and do all that stuff, but also learn what you can do with a side imaging and your down imaging when your boat's sitting still. So, um, what do you think about FLW MLF not providing spots for the Costa guys qualifying for the cup? I think it's crap, uh, to be honest with you, Stefan. Absolutely think it's crap, but I haven't really followed it much because I just got ticked off when I first read about it. And uh, and so, yeah, it's that's not cool at all. So... Um, levi i currently have a 13 fishing concept and i love it and have been looking uh, to upgrade to either the z or the sz have you noticed a benefit to one or the other um i think they're gonna discontinue discontinue the z and come out with something new i don't know i haven't heard anything but i know they're the z's are deeply discounted right now online the SZ is a really good reel um it's got a, a few less um, um, of those, those bearings, those zero bearings. So, uh, the CZV bearings is what they call them. But anyway, so the Z is going to cast a little further, but the, at the SZ or the Z is going to be smoother reeling it in and stuff like that, but the SC is still going to cast pretty far. So it's hard to say between the two, get the one that you can afford. I think they're both about the same price right now. So, uh, but yeah, check online. You'll be able to find that. uh. Redneck Dylan says, "I've had luck on jerkbaits fishing the bank because I don't own a boat." That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, let me get caught back up. I know I got way behind. Uh, Carrie, uh, what treble hooks do you change out on crankbaits, and do you change out jerkbaits too? I don't. Sh- I'm different than a lot of other guys. I think those VMC hooks that come on most of my crankbaits are just fine until they get uh until they get um dulled up. And so I'll fish them until they're dull then I'll switch them out. And I've got um, I use I use mustad trebles, uh, the uh, any either mustad or gamagatsu I just make sure that the short short shank um, on the let me see if I can get this right. On baits, I make sure the round bend and on uh, Lipless. I like the EWGs, the extra wide gaps, and then <laughs> this is technical. I know. Um, and then on the deep divers, I use round bends. So it just all depends. Uh, have I ever used All Pro rods? I have tried the ones that Chad Haves has. I don't know if they're still selling. Them. I haven't seen All Pro rod in a while, but maybe they're selling them through Fish USA um, still. I don't know so do i ever fish any lakes and river in arkansas i have not i've wanted to stop in arkansas but i didn't have the time i was going to spend an extra day traveling and go to arkansas through arkansas and fish something there last year and i just didn't get a chance um are you going to be doing any lectures for high school fishing like you did last season um i haven't been asked yet so i don't have anything on the schedule but i would love to man i love doing that it's a lot of fun What's my favorite rod and reel setup for drop shot? I use a as fast a spinning reel as I can find, so usually a six three to one or six two to one, whichever one I can find that's uh, pretty fast. Um, and then I use a around a seven foot, usually a six ten to a seven foot uh, medium light action spinning rod. So. Um, <laughs> oh, Darren, that's happened to me, dude. He says a little tip: mounting a fish finder on your kayak. If your kayak has a transducer mount built in, make sure the transducer will fit before you buy the fish finder. Very, very true. Because those side imaging fish finders, I know the Raymarine one's super long, and I know the the uh, Lawrence one is super long, and they literally won't fit in a lot of the kayaks. So you really have to pay attention. And if you if that you, that happens. They, they make little mounts that go I know Yakutak makes one that goes off the side of the boat off the side of the boat and you can make that work uh, what forage would you stock for bass or stunted if it is a small lake bluegill bluegill and bluegill and I know you can probably find if you can find some fathead minnows that'd be good too depends on what part of the country you live in here in the south we stock a lot of fathead minnows and those are just they don't grow very big but they grow they're they suit. They produce really fast. Uh, Not crappy. People will tell you to put crappy in your lake. Don't. They will take over your lake if you're not catching them all the time and keeping them. So make sure uh, I'd stock a a bunch of bluegills after you have a place in there for them to hide. Uh, What do I like better, uh, the MLF format or the five fish format? I don't know. I haven't really. I love the MLF format. But I like watching five fish tournaments too because those guys are looking for, for giants. It ain't a it ain't a little fish tournament. So but I like to see people catch fish too. Uh, is the Defy 13 fishing Defy Defy Black cranking rod, seven foot nine, a good rod to throw big crankbaits like uh, X eight XDs. No. Um the, the 8XDs and the 10 XDs are heavy. Uh, the seven nine cranking rod from defy is a medium fast action rod. It is not or medium heavy, uh, moderate action rod. It is. I, it doesn't have enough backbone to cast it. It really does. Those things flex that rod way too much. I would, I would use a seven foot three medium heavy rod is what I would use. Medium heavy fast, uh, rod to fish a 10 X D and an eight X D or even a seven foot six medium heavy fast. Uh, but I wouldn't use a moderate action rod. It's just because those things are so stinking heavy. So, wow! Picked up two Concept Z's on Amazon for hundred bucks a piece. That's awesome. I love those reels. I have, still haven't asked them why they're they're discontinuing them, but they they do that all the time. They love to keep their stuff fresh. I love that about thirteen. And they really they're always working on new designs for rods and reels and anything that they've got. The new tackle that's coming out this next year is sick abs i cannot wait to show you that guys that stuff hey gene what would be a good reel from 13 fishing around 150 bucks the s uh, the s z is that sc yeah the sports z uh it would be a really good one absolutely so uh they just lowered the six and a half to to dredging uh, sorry. I, I totally missed that question and it popped out of my way. Uh, redneck Dylan says, I wish Lakeside Middle had a fishing team. Man, start one. See what you can do about getting one started next year. you got to get signatures or all kinds of stuff? You can definitely start that. Uh, do gators ever chase your fish uh, when you get one, uh, on a kayak? I haven't had that happen. I know there's some places in Florida that have that problem because gators, people have been feeding gators and, and so, the Gators have learned to follow you, but I've never had that problem. Uh, MLF is the Rat League, Cinco, Shaky Head, Ned Rig. It's all you need. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Goodness gracious. Um, what time is it? Totally lost my – there we go. Sorry, I'm doing 10,000 things at one time. Uh, what do you think of KVD Jumping Ship going to lose? Um. Well, Lose owns Strike King now. KVD has been with Strike King for a number of the years and I want you to understand something about Kevin. He never he he has been loyal to a fault to a lot of companies during the good and the bad and the nothing. So to see him change companies is huge. And so uh, when he moved to Lose it totally surprised me to a point, but he was already sponsored by Strike King. Strike King owns or Lose owns Strike King now. And so it was pretty much inevitable, but man, to see him move was, was big. I wonder what he, you know, I wonder what he thinks about the new lose compared to the Quantums. Cause I remember, uh, being on his boat once with, and I have only been on his boat once. Um, and his quantum reels were, and he fishes all the time and he uses them until they fall apart, but they were noisy. Like mine get noisy. And I was like, man, and he's still fishing them. And so I never worry about noisy reels. And I know he doesn't either. So I thought it was pretty cool. But anyway. Um, I don't understand this question. What are fast tips reels used for and what lures are good for them? I have no clue what a fast tips reel is. Uh, Carrie, have you ever used a silent lipless crankbait back before they made silent lipless crankbaits? I used to drill holes and put gorilla glue, And I I would hang them, hang the lipless right. Like I wanted it to swim and I would put gorilla glue and glue all the beads so it wouldn't rattle. So yes, I've been doing it for a long time. And there are times early, early in the spring when the water just starts warming up when you're catching them on a jerk bait. A lot of times, if it's clear water, you can catch them on a lipless that's weight that uh, doesn't rattle, but that's the only time I've ever had success on them. So backwards bass and what will this do to quantum? I have no clue, man. Uh, The one thing I do know about Quantum is they have been behind the eight ball or way behind in in marketing for years, years and years. They're um, uh, They're owned by Zebco is what they're owned by. And so and for some reason, they have totally missed the boat when it came to social media marketing. And that's why you don't hear about them that much. So I don't know. I think it's been something that's been going on for a very, very long time that they just have not done a good job at keeping up or catching up at all. So... Uh, one of my local lakes is going to get dredged soon. What will that affect them? Uh, they're going to be there. It, I don't know. It, it, my guess is the lake will turn super muddy and the bass will get really, really tight to shallow cover. And so um, that would be my guess. It's not going to do much to them. It's, it's good that they're dredging. I mean, it must be a pretty old lake. So... Do you fish any big ty- kayak tournaments uh, yet? Have you won any yet? Too? I came in third in the only KBF big tournament that I fished. There was 162 anglers. I came in third. It was at Gunnersville, and it was one of their trail tournaments. So I've got. I did that so I could qualify qualify for the KBF National Championship, where 900 anglers have qualified so far, and that's in uh, April is when I'm fishing that and that's also on Gunnersville. So winter gets like 70 grand. So I've been kind of getting ready for that a little bit. So let's see, goodness gracious, I'm out of water. Hold on. Uh, Best lure retriever, Jane Belcher, it's a good question. My favorite lure retriever, and Will and I think is the best, is a Tiptons Golden Retriever. I think the only website you can find it on is Land Big Fish. It's called the Tiptons Golden Retriever. It's made in by an old I met the old man once at a at the East Tennessee Sports Show, matter of fact. And he makes them in his garage and they're awesome. They'll even get an Alabama rig unhung from a uh from a tree. See you backwards, Bassin. Uh, tips for fishing ponds up here in North Virginia during this time of the year. I, the best thing is, is to go, um, go slow, go small and slow, get to a small little bait. The, the bass are going to grab your lure and hold it in their mouth. They don't want to really, really want to eat a lot until they're ready to swallow something. And the reason I say that is if they eat too much in the winter time and they swallow it and it starts to rot in their stomach because their metabolism is really slow and they don't not digesting things very fast, it'll rot in their stomach and kill them. And so what they do is they tend to grab your, your worm and just hold it in their mouth. So fish a worm. If you're going to fish a moving bait, fish it super, super slow, um, and you'll have a good time with them. So have you ever used the Corrado DC? I've made a few casts with it. I haven't really paid much attention to it. I've heard some mixed reviews. I've, I've heard some guys say they like it, and some guys say they don't. Um, and so, yeah, as a matter of fact, it was just a term, a little small kayak tournament I was fishing not too long ago when the guys – Said he bought one and he didn't like it. I'm like, that maybe because a lot of people say they like it. But anyway, I could go on about that forever. Um, what are fast tips? What are fast tip on rods used for? Oh, okay. And uh, what lures are they good for? Um, let me try to explain this. I've got a really good video that I made many many years ago about uh, actions and powers of rods. So go watch this one. But I'll, I'll explain. A fast tip, when you flex it and release it, a fast tip goes to straight and stops vibrating faster than a moderate rod. A moderate rod flexes more, and when you release it, it goes, and it does this number for a little bit longer. So that's the difference between a fast and a moderate rod. Where a fast rod comes in handy is anything where you've got to set the hook hard, um, like a jig and a Texas rig or anything like that, any kind of bottom baits. Um, and where it's, uh, a disadvantage is a bait that they can throw really easy, like a lipless crankbait or any other crankbait that they get hung out of the outside of their mouth. They jump up and start flopping their heads and, uh, that, um, the, uh, the bait, the weight of the bait can throw, you know, uh, can, they can leverage that weight and throw your bait. So the more flex you have in the rod the better for crankbaits and spinnerbaits and that kind of stuff. So kind of take that as a general rule of thumb. Uh what is the Fluke Master's favorite fluke to use and are flukes effective on a baitcaster from the bank? <coughs> That's all I throw them on as a fluke is a, a baitcaster. You just got to get better at throwing light, light light stuff, but if you have a lot of trees and stuff around you, I would throw a spinning rod just so you don't have to Make a long whipping cast and hit trees and everything else. My favorite fluke to use all depends on what I'm doing with it. If I'm just working the bank and just kind of jerk, jerk, pause, jerk, jerk, pause, the one that falls the best is, that I've found is a Zoom Super Fluke. The one that if I'm fishing it super fast to schooling fish and I need to make long casts and everything else is the the, the Caffeine Shad from Strike King. It's full of salt. It doesn't last like a Cinco. It doesn't last very long, but you can throw it a mile and uh, you can work it really fast. And It has a great action when jerked really, really fast. So it all depends on what I'm doing with it. But my favorite one has to be a wide ice super fluke. Uh, da, da, da. Redneck Dylan says uh, we go fishing sometimes. Uh, I'm 13 and have never fished off a boat, and I have never caught a striped bass or really want and really want to. I don't catch a lot of them either. I don't fish many lakes that have striped bass, but uh, they're a lot of fun. They really are. and We call it getting our arm broke because they pull really hard. Um, what do I think about the FLW Kite Bass Fishing? I think it's a great joint venture between KBF and, uh, and FLW. I'd like to see what it's going to do this year. I haven't seen any updates or anything on it, but I hope they, they continue that. I think it's a pretty cool idea. Uh, those of you that are on here that are thinking about getting into tournament angling uh, and just kind of want to get your feet wet this next year, I would totally recommend joining KBF and start fishing their uh, monthly challenges where you basically can just fish your home lakes uh, in whatever state you're in against other people that are in your state and so it's a lot of fun I did that for a couple of months last year my son did it too and Jordan is totally addicted to him I think the entry fee is like 30 bucks to enter those tournaments and uh, it's a pot tournament and so you earn some earn some money on that if you win or whatever however it does but uh, it's a lot of fun and then the winner this last year uh, qualified the winner for each month qualified for the national championship and they'll probably do it again this next year so pretty cool uh Any recommendations on what to look for in a multi-use frog and rod can't afford 20 different combos. I would, if you can, if you just want to get a rod that will do like jigs and Texas rigs and frogs and everything else, get a seven foot six, uh, heavy or a seven, three heavy. Um, and that'll be good for, uh, punching for jigging for punt, flipping and pitching and all that other stuff, kind of heavier lures. Um, but if you're going to do any kind of frogging in the grass and in heavy cover, you're going to need to have a heavy action rod, uh, or heavy power rod. So make sure uh, that you, uh, yeah, get a seven foot three or a seven foot six. So, uh, Huckman, I haven't looked at the new anything new in the last little while. So I haven't seen the new uh, Revo uh, MG Extreme. Um, can you use a seven foot three heavy fast action rod for rubber baits? Uh, never fished a rubber bait except for my jig skirts and rubber. but I'm assuming you mean plastic baits uh just busting your balls there, James. but uh yes, you can. yeah uh, it just all depends on how you, the 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 power and the power of the rod, the heavy uh, fast action rod, it has more to do with the weight of the rig or the lure that you're using, so, uh, I wouldn't at a seven foot three heavy three-eighths is the, the lightest jig that I would throw on one. So three-eighths Texas rig weight would be the lightest and so on and so forth. I had frog fish with it and that kind of stuff. Um, do I use swim baits at all? I just bought a live target gizzard shad. Uh did I waste my money? No, you didn't. You just got to go out and throw it. I am just now getting confidence in big swim baits. Um uh, June really helped me out when I was fishing that KBF challenge event, the, the state challenge. Uh, here on my local lake I had some really big fish in my stringer and I had to upgrade so I started throwing the nine inch bull shad and literally I'd get three maybe four bites a day but they were always big fish and I'd get maybe two or three of them to the boat and so yeah dude they're a lot of fun you just got to throw them you got to leave everything else in the box or everything else at home and just go pitch them and you'll get you'll get confidence in them. Good question John appreciate it. Um. thoughts on winter power plant bass fishing i've always wanted to do it <laughs> i've had no opportunity to i know a couple of power plant lakes that have warm water discharge but most of the lakes that i have that i fish uh have a settling pond that cools off and then they send cold water out into the lake so do it and fish the warm water don't worry about fishing anywhere else so Uh, da, da, da. just bought my first jar of JJ's magic. Amazing stuff. Question. Would you recommend it for use on top water frogs? Um, maybe if it's like uh, one of the, the horny toads we call the frogs or the hollow body ones that you fish on the top of the, of the mats and the grass, the horny toads are the ones that have the kicking legs behind them. If they're soft plastic corny toads, it doesn't hurt them to dip it in clear, but remember that it's a reaction bait. So it's not going to be an attractant. It's basically, to help the fish hang on to it a little bit longer so i wouldn't use it on a hollow body frog just because unless i wanted to color it i don't think it's going to do much of a difference so let's see ed wolf i've never fished evans pfa um good question I i can't believe somebody waited this long to ask me that question so Bonafide and Native just had a merger, okay, and so now um, Luther, the owner of Bonafide, is the president of Native, and it kind of gets all mixed up in between there, but the question is, are you planning on fishing the new Native Slayer or sticking with the SS-127? I am going to stick with the SS-127. I might jump in a Native Slayer and just try it out, but I've got that thing rigged up so nice right now. I love fishing out of it. Um, the only thing that's really going to suck is if they want me to fish the new colors this year, that I'm going to have to totally re-rig the new boat. Uh, Fletch is, uh, at Westbrook Supply Company has already said, bring it. And he's ready to do another eight hour session of rigging with my boat. But anyway, so I'm going to stay with the, S- the, the, the bona fide SS 127. I love it. Absolutely. It's a great fishing machine. I love catching fish out of it. So I don't see me switching over anytime soon. Uh, does the flute master play any fishing video games? No, I don't. I have an addictive personality when it comes to video games, and if I start playing them, uh, I don't get a whole lot of work done. So, no, I don't. Uh, another question: Have you ever got uh, had luck drop shotting with curly tail worms? I have. The only problem is they like to tie themselves in knots. Uh, they like to get wrapped around the string and the, just that curly tail being that much different and it being that, that flexible. A lot of times I get wrapped up, but it does work. I've caught some really good fish on. I've actually drop shod 11 uh, inch old monster, uh, zoom old monster worms, and caught fish. So. Um. <laughs> uh, Pine O'Neill says, I like the old videos and the old brown boat with the torn up seats. Yeah, dude. I wish, I honestly wish that boat would have never uh cracked. I had a 36 inch crack and I almost sunk it one day. So I sold it to my best friend who had the means and the in the the expertise to weld it up and and uh he's fixed it up. So yeah I kind of missed that boat. That was a lot of fun. Those were the days, man. Absolutely the days. Now that it's a business and everything else, it's a lot of the fun is gone out of it because it's a lot more stress trying to make sure that I have uh have money coming in to, to feed the family. So yeah it's pretty It's a lot different now than it was back then. And yeah, I I miss it too. I just can't go back. Uh, I I like doing this too much. And the more people I reach and the more people I teach how to fish, the better. So, but yeah, man, thanks for the comment. You you got me reminiscing. Um, What's my recommended for a chatterbait rod under $150, so many options. My favorite chatterbait rod is absolutely, and and I don't like the green color, but the, the 13 fishing fate black that's called the chatter crank rod. Um, is I've had it since it was a prototype and I love them. I now own three of them. Uh, they're great for square bills. They're great for spinner baits and they're, they're really good for, uh, for chatter baits. So yeah, that would be my, I think it's a seven foot four medium, heavy, moderate is what that rod is. If you want to look for something that's similar, that's another, uh, that's made by another company, but uh it's seven foot four medium, medium, heavy, moderate action rod. So. Uh, Rods, Rod, and Re-Rod. Woo, that's a name right there. <laughs> I love it. Going into my first kayak tournament season, uh, and I'm on a super tight budget. Any advice for us broke kayak fishers that can't afford the high-end Hobie Jackson, et cetera, and Gadget's? Um, I don't think you, I mean, I've seen guys win big tournaments that fish out of just junk boats. I mean, when I call it say junk boats, I mean a hundred, under a thousand dollars to me and, and it's not that they're junk. I'm not going to try to qualify what I just said, but anyway, so you can do it, man. Really can. Just the biggest, the biggest advice I have for you know, those of you who are trying to get into tournament angling is be organized, have a place for everything in your boat. And, uh, and always put it right back where you got it from, have a good net, uh, have a good, uh, fish grip that holds your fish while you're getting your measuring board out. Um, but be organized and, and then be smart about it. Fish your strengths. Uh, when I, when I finished third in that KBF, um, series tournament, the trail series tournament on Gunnersville. I found my spot the day before or two days before the tournament started. And I totally threw my main plan into the trash when I found this one spot and I I, I went to what I had confidence in fishing that type of cover at that kind of depth and that kind of stuff. And I knew what the weather was going to be the next day for the tournament. So I decided to fish in a mojo rig and a lipless crankbait and a swim bait. And that's all I threw all day long. And I caught 54 fish. But you just got to fish your confidence stuff and have a good anchor, too, because those lighter kayaks, when the wind starts blowing, get blown around a lot. So have a good anchor uh, and just learn how to use all your stuff efficiently. The most efficient person is who's going to make the most cast during the day, who has a better chance of catching more fish. So what are my top winter pond baits? I had to pick winter pond baits, it would be a, uh, a ribbon tail worm on a Texas rig, a light Texas rig, like a eighth ounce or a a quarter ounce. Um, I'm trying to decide a small spinner bait fished on the bottom, literally let it hit the bottom and slowly start reeling it. And then um, a soft jerk bait, like a fluke fished really, really slow. Scott, I have not, uh, I know who Chuck is. I've not, I've seen a couple of his videos. Matter of fact, I fished a tournament with Chuck. It was the, the last, um, cast tournament I fished. I fished with Chuck. He, he, and he was just getting started. So you may, you've got me wanting to go back and watch some of his stuff again. So since he, cause I know he was just getting started with YouTube. We talked a lot about that. Um, what line would I recommend for fishing trout? I always use four pound test fluorocarbon when I'm fishing for trout. Um, I don't ever go any higher than four. No, I can't even remember the last time I did. It's always been four pound test fluor. uh, Iserline uh, or not line sorry. <laughs> um, Seaguar makes this AbrazeX and I know you fish a lot of rock and stuff when you're fishing for trout. But the AbrazeX has, is a lot less abrasion, uh, or is very abrasion resistant. And so fishing around the rocks and stuff that you do where you're trout fishing is, I definitely use something that's more abrasion resistant like a BrazeX. Would you ever consider front trolling motor on your S? No, I I wouldn't. It gets in the way of where I want to put my rods. I have specific spots to put my rods on specific sides and stuff like that. I would never put a trolling motor up in front of me because I wouldn't be able to put, I wouldn't be able to stage three rods in front of me if I wanted to. So. Uh years in which locusts and cicadas are prevalent. Do you think the fishing is better or do you use them? I don't really pay much attention to it. Let's see. Rod, rod, re-rod. <laughs> I love that. Bucks Island, hey, uh, thanks for answering that question for them. Do you ever fish uh, live minnows? <coughs> and if so, how do you hook them? I fish live minnows for crappy and I hook them through the bottom lip and up through the, between the nostrils is all I do. Little crappy minnows. That's the only time I ever use live bait. And uh, well, I use crickets and worms for bluegill. What's the longest rod that you would use out of a kayak? The rods I own are all seven foot, even my head, uh, my heavy power rod. I like longer rods, uh, Terrence, when I, uh, when I fish, out of a kayak, mainly because you lose a lot of the leverage that you normally would have in a big boat or standing on the bank. Because when you set the hook, the boat moves towards the fish. So the longer the rod, the better. Um, I don't let that be the end all though. Uh, I just try to remember if I have a seven foot rod or if I have something less than a seven foot rod, I've got to lay the wood on them. I've literally got to reel down and just swing for the fences uh, to to get a good hook set on them. And I might even double hook set. Um, if I don't feel like I got a good enough hook set on them. So yeah, it's not the end all, but I prefer a a, a longer rod. So, um, thanks Hunter. Appreciate the Christmas wishes. Uh, let's see. There we go. FRG man. Thanks for the 10 bucks, brother. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you. Uh thank you so much. Uh I really appreciate those of you guys who donate to my channel. Uh it means a lot to me. It really does. That's awesome. You're you're awesome, dude. Oh man. Um what's my personal best? 10 pounds 12 ounces, Blue-ly. Blue Lee. Blue oh, it's not Blue Lee, Blue Lee. Uh but yeah, 10 pounds 12 ounces. I caught up out a out of a kayak just uh I think it was just west of of um Auburn, Alabama. So see ooh, it's 903 we'll take the last question what are the best wintertime fishing rods reels and new lures I don't know about new lures Um, I always have at least three rods on my uh, with me but the rods that I love for wintertime is gonna be a finesse rod like a medium light uh, or a medium action spinning rod Um, a medium, uh, rod to throw a crankbait or maybe even a square bill, super, super slow. So a medium fast action, seven foot, seven foot three rod. And then some type of medium heavy rod that I can drag a worm with. So, but you guys have been awesome. Thanks for for joining in. Uh, be sure to check out all my really cool apparel hats and stuff like that. Uh, everybody loves this one. Dude, this thing is sick. I love this. Um, I, I might even, nah, maybe not. But uh, it's a good good hat. But anyway, uh, like I always say, be sure to introduce somebody to fishing. Introduce them to my channel. Let me help you teach about a fish. More importantly, get out on the water, go ahead and catch some fish, and have a great day. We'll see you.